Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardman. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon, and a welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S, wealthysistersmedia.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you, the dynamic listener, with inspiration and encouragement and provide that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and and your life right now for their positive impact. And second, we must edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. And today is another awesome Monday, August 19, 2013. We are still celebrating our banner year, aren't you? I know that you are. And you know what? We are here every week at the same time. That's right, Monday at 12 noon Eastern, so thank you so much for continually spreading the word. We appreciate all of the, the tweets, the Facebook messages, the emails, the texts. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in, and we are grateful that you find this show enriching your lives every week. And you know what? Today, we talk about enriching, we talk about planning, we talk about strategy, Boy, do I have a sister on the line for you today. She is dynamic. She is bar none when it comes to executing and creating a strategy that is winning, and she's doing it herself. She's living proof. Her name is Lafern Beatty. She is an MPA, MBA, SPHR, and she is a business strategist, an executive coach, professional speaker, and author of Marketing Brand You, Moving from Chaos to Clarity. As a CEO of the Beatty Group, a management consultant, firm, the firm is committed to creating practical, high-impact organizational solutions. And trust me, right now, you want to get your paper, pen, you want to call everybody because she is proven and documented. She has um, had proven leadership in corporate and civic arena as well. Uh, She helps develop leaders in over major Fortune 500 executives across the country, and she knows what she's talking about. She holds a bachelor's from a science degree in accounting from Salisbury University, a master's of business administration from University of Maryland, and leadership certificate from Harvard University. So she knows what she's talking about. So you know what you have to do right now. You need to call everybody, textbook them, Facebook them, tweet Tweet them, get it all. Tell them to dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278. And if you have to listen just to a portion of the show, don't worry about it. You can dial right back in or you can download this show at Wealthy Sisters Radio and all of our other great shows, some great information there. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes. That's right, iTunes. You can download the phone, the show right there and listen to it on your smartphone. How about that? Find us at Wealthy Sisters at all of those places. So we're not going to keep our dynamic guests from you any longer. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will hear from none other than the business strategist, the queen of business strategy, shall I say, Ms. Lafern Beatty. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short message. You are tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Having more money won't solve your problems, but being a trusted client of Visionary Financial Strategies will. Your help begins on the web by contacting vfstrategies.com. That's vfstrategies.com. Or 410-929-4837. Again, 410 410- 
929-4837. A visionary financial strategy. Every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary financial strategy. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Hello, thank you for joining us today on Wealthy Sisters Radio. We are live and excited, as always, to be here. Thank you so much for sharing this space with us. I guarantee you today, today, today's show, you will definitely receive nuggets. So make sure if you haven't already, grab something to write this right on and get ready. Put on those thinking caps. You know this lady, I'm telling you, she has so much information share with you today, and we're going to do our very best to do it in this short hour that we have with none other than Ms. Fern Beatty. Hello. Welcome to the show, my sister. Hello, Deborah, and thank you so much. It is truly an honor and pleasure to be here with you and your listeners today, so thank you. Yes, indeed, and you know, everybody knows that you're not a stranger to us. You've been on our show before. You've uh, host, been at our conference, the Winter Summit. I mean, did a phenomenal job, just raving, raving reviews on the, the session that you held for us. And we are proud to say that you are featured in our first Wealthy Sisters Volume 1. That's right, Volume 1, Powerful Personal Stories, Proving You Can Do It Too. You guys, if you have not received this book, you need to go right now to Amazon. You can go to WealthySisters.com, or you can get it from Amazon, as I said. We even have it available for you right there on ebook. You have to read the chapter about Laferne. Uh, K, I like to say Laferne K. Baby. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I'm proud to have a middle name these days. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's something to that middle name. You know, as we get older, if you don't use it, you know, you think about it. I need to start using it because I definitely don't want to lose it, as my grandmother used to say. Anything you don't use, you lose, lose it. Well, you know, the funny thing is my father named me, and he did not have a middle name, so uh-huh. my initials were were the same as my father's LK. And oh. uh growing can you imagine being a, a young girl, teenager? Everybody else had a middle name and I had my first and last. So when I got married, I finally got a middle initial, middle name. <laughs> and let me tell you, I use it. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, you know, speaking of that, we do want to give our audience, because, Lafern, I tell you, the show has just grown. Uh, We have people that are just literally all over the world who download this show on a weekly Mm. basis from all over the world, as I mentioned. And so we just want to kind of give them just a brief synopsis of your background and the journey. You mentioned your father and the journey you've been on to, as we say, all of those ingredients that went into the great recipe of the Fern K. Beatty that we see today. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I I'm think about all of the experiences that I've had in the training and development and relationships. But I am most grateful for the the family that I was gifted with. I come mm. from four generations of entrepreneurs. Um, the first man of my life is my father, um, who passed away when I was 24 years old. And so what he instilled in me at a very young age help shape how I think about myself as a person and how I view myself as a woman and mm-hmm. certainly shapes how I I execute as a leader. And then I have this dynamic mother who is still with me. And when I mm-hmm. tell you she can run circles around most of us, she really can. 
I, I, yeah, I, I've met her. I, she can. <laughs> that yes, is she so can. true. <laughs> <laughs> and so I tip my hat to her as often as I get a chance because she's just a strong woman who has overcome some phenomenal um, obstacles, and I, I'm grateful for what she's done to help pave the way. I'm the youngest of six. I'm a Maryland native. Uh, I currently live between the D.C. area and Florida. I have the best of both worlds, a phenomenal supportive husband, and just have had some great mentors throughout my life. Started out my career as an accountant and then went through a series of transitions that led me to business ownership and entrepreneurship. So here I am and excited about being able to share whatever I can to help. Well, you know, today we are going to talk about strategy and developing and executing a business. And we talk about those roadmaps. Um, oftentimes, many of us have ideas, we have great ideas, we have goals, we have visions, but sometimes it can be a challenge to mm-hmm. actually execute them or to get from point A to B to C to D. And so today we do want to spend that necessary time that you are so good at in talking about how to develop those roadmaps and those strategies. But you mentioned one word before we move on to that, and that word is transition. That is such a powerful word. Can you can you speak a little bit about what transition means to you and how it relates to all of us in business? Mm, absolutely. So transition for me has been like riding a wave. It's like being on an ocean. There's so much out there, so many opportunities. And I found the perfect beach with the perfect water that suits my needs, that fits what I'm capable of doing. And so transition for me has been like getting on a surfboard. I don't know how many of you have surfed, but getting on a surfboard, sometimes falling down, getting comfortable with it enough to be able to navigate it, and then being able to ride the wave, knowing that eventually that wave is going to come down. And so the the challenge has been how do I stay steady? How do I stay focused? in the face of fear and obstacles and all of the challenges that we have, how do I ride the wave that, Mm. for me, has manifested in the form of a business? And Mm -hmm. that it applies to my life as well. So how do I ride it without getting overwhelmed by it, without Mm -hmm. going underwater and being consumed by it? That's what transition has been to me. And it's not always easy, Mm -hmm. and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a little fearful, but mm-hmm. it's um, it's being open to whatever possibilities are in front of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. So if I were to ask you to answer those questions, how do you stay steady? How do you ride the wave without being overwhelmed? One of the things you, you just said is, you know, uh, being focused there. How how would you suggest or what would you suggest to someone that feels like, oh, that is a great analogy, Mm-hmm. I see this wave, and I, I'm afraid that it's going to um, consume me. What would you say to those individuals uh, to, you know, some of the practical things that you have done right. in the face of that wave? You know, I look at my development. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I look at my personal development. How okay. am I equipped? What's my personal foundation? How have okay. I prepared myself? You know, okay. if, if if you've not, I'll go back to the analogy, if you've not, um, if you don't know whether or not you can swim mm-hmm. or you think you can't swim, mm-hmm. don't go jumping into the water, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. into deep waters. you got to mm-hmm. prepare yourself, condition yourself. So mm-hmm. I, when I look at business, I have studied my expertise, my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I read all of the time. I listen to people who have proven themselves, and I listen to people who have failed because Mm -hmm. there's as much to learn about that. So I look at my personal foundation. I I would tell you, honestly, if I back up before I look at the business, I look at myself. Mm -hmm. What am I doing in my life every day that will give me the stamina that I will need to survive and thrive in this business? So I think about my health. Mm-hmm. My my wellness, mm-hmm. um, the types of people that I surround myself with, um, mm-hmm. the types of relationships that I develop. I listen mm-hmm. to my language, the things mm-hmm. that I speak into my own life and to mm-hmm. other people's lives. 
And so I really get grounded in what is it that drives me, what motivates me. Here's here's the fallacy I want to kill today. Nobody can motivate you to do anything. And so I first have to tap into what I know, what I believe. I'm, I am a woman of faith. I know what guides me every day. Nobody has to convince me of that. I know that for myself. But the fallacy is someone else is going to come along and motivate me to do something. No, nope. motivation is intrinsic. It's something mm-hmm. that if I don't have it, nobody mm-hmm. else can give it to me. Or mm-hmm. if they give me something, it's fleeting. So first of all, my personal foundation Mm-hmm. I work on that every day. Mm-hmm. I have a vision, and I have captured my vision in writing. I, mm-hmm. I'm i clear about what I do well, and I didn't mm-hmm. naturally know that. I've taken mm-hmm. assessments. I've listened mm-hmm. to feedback. Mm-hmm. I I know when I, especially I use speaking as an example, I can remember the first first time I got in front of a group and I spoke. It gave me a feeling of having served in a way that I'd never felt before. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I recognized as a gift. I was a singer for many years, so the mm-hmm. stage was not foreign to me. But knowing what I do well, asking people and not being afraid to get the feedback, um, having a clear strategy, even if that strategy has to change or sometimes be broken, kind of mapping out, okay, where am I going today? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's no it's no farther than today that I can see. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just where I'm standing. But having an idea, if this opportunity presents itself, what am I able, willing, and ready to do with it? Relationships, having good relationships. I will mention that over and over again. I did not do this by myself. Right. I've had people who've been around me, who've supported me, who stretched me, challenged me, told me when I was off course, even when my ego didn't want to accept it. I surround myself with people who give me what I need and not Mm -hmm. just what I want. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. those are kind of the four key pieces. And then when I look at how do I stay on track, I measure what works. Okay, what Mm -hmm. what worked, Laferne? This business has not always worked the way that I would have desired. I measure what works, learn for what, from what did and what didn't, and follow what will work for me. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I love it. You measure what works, and again, that you know, and learn from what did and what didn't. That that keeps in the same theme of what we're talking about. Um, what we just, you know, question I asked you about transition, because mm-hmm. things do change. They what worked in the past won't necessarily work uh, for the future. Just just as we see, just an example of technology, <laughs> you right. know. Yes, yeah, so so uh, that's perfect. I love that. And having the good relationships, uh, definitely you mentioned that, that we talk about that often on this show and how important that is. Can you elaborate a little bit more about building and how should someone, if, if, if they're an individual who may not be, you know, a people person and mm-hmm. they say, I don't, I mean, I go to networking events, I get cards, or uh, I know people, but I don't really, yeah, I don't really know people. What would you say to that individual or help them begin to open up and understand how to build relationships and understand mm. the process of building relationships in business? You know, in business, I think about um, some of the feedback I get from business owners and business leaders mm-hmm. who talk about, you know, I don't I don't like networking. Mm-hmm. And I, I, what has worked for me is not going out with this objective of helping people see who I am, what I do, and how that can impact them. That's not my objective. Mm-hmm. I walk into an environment just curious about who is there, and I ask questions. Asking questions to me has been one of the most effective strategies for me to get to know people so that when I know more about them, I know what to talk with them about. So Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you got there. And so what have you learned? There is nothing um, uncomfortable in a question because most of us love having people ask about who we are, just being curious, wanting to get to know us. 
before we start pushing a service or a product or an opportunity. And so I go in with the idea of here are some folks I'd be just interested in having a conversation with. My goal is not to work the room. I want to get to know a few people very well so that when I leave, I have a substantive relationship. I ask them about work, you know, their journey, their family. Right. Um, And And how you can serve. Right, right. How can I serve you? I'm not and, a card collector. And, you know, I, I'm, and I'm glad you brought that up because um, on Facebook we uh, have the group, the Professional Black Woman, and mm-hmm. a lot of um, groups that you can become a member of, people just, they just post, they just pop on and they just post event this, that, 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 and there's mm-hmm. no communicating with one another. And I didn't want uh, the group to be like that. I wanted it, as you've known, always wanted to provide that platform of networking and building rapport and building relationships. So we do uh, take that approach that you've got to go and look at the the profiles and see people that that are in the same industry, like you're saying, if you would, of a same interest and see how you can network and, mm-hmm. and build a relationship that way. Because it's certainly, it's not just about, like you're saying, just collecting cards or here's what I do, buy from me right now. It's not right. like right. that. It's a process. And you know, yes. social media is a reflection of how mm-hmm. we engage face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If your tendency is to build a relationship on social media, mm-hmm. then your tendency face-to-face probably is quite similar. If mm-hmm. your tendency, once you make a new connection, is take a look at this link. Uh, please, right. if you're trying to sell me something, don't send me a link. Right. Engage right. me. Get, first it, right. of all, understand who I am and what right. I may or may not need. You're right. If you even so, want that, it might not. Exactly. You may be a female, and 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 it's a male product. You know that those are the kind of things that you That's get. Right. Just random yeah. things like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I see that all too often um, on mm-hmm. social media. Anytime someone invites me to connect, I take personal time. It's not an automated message. I send mm-hmm. a personal note thanking them because I don't take for granted that they need to connect with me. And right. then I ask them, tell them that I'm looking forward to getting to know more about who they are and what's most important to them. Notice I haven't said what they do. I want right. to know who you are. Right. Because who you are will eventually lead to what you do and how we can serve each other. But um, a lot of that, even with uh, pages like fan pages or business pages, I see a lot of times the the technique that's used, because it's not a clear strategy, a technique that's used that says go uh, like, follow me or like my fan page. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And, okay, mm -hmm. so why? Why should I like Mm -hmm. your fan page? Tell mm-hmm. me the value that I can expect to receive and then invite me to go like the page after mm-hmm. I'm clear about what I'm going to like. Exactly. So strategy, strategy, having a clear purpose as to why you want to achieve something and then helping other people see the value and connecting with you on that level. Oh, I love it. So that's that's a great transition, using that word again, for our topic and what we want to talk about today is strategy, setting mm-hmm. up a good strategy for your business. Now, we know everybody's uh, business today is different. Uh, everyone is in different industries as well. But there is some commonality and some principles that we can certainly talk about when mm-hmm. setting and planning a strategy. So I'm going to give you the floor. Tell us, how does one begin to develop a strategy for the business because and then is there a difference between a strategy and a business plan? Is this the same or are we talking about the same thing? If you could elaborate on that for mm-hmm. us. Absolutely. And so a strategy is the if you think about your business as a having a vision, what it is on the highest level of that business you want to achieve over a very long term. That's not specific as far as tactical execution or month-to-month or year-to-year strategy. The vision says, here's what our business is. Okay. Here's what we want to accomplish. Here's how 
we're going to do that on a very high level. What okay. feeds the vision is the strategy. The vision okay. remains. Okay, now let me, if I could back you up just one second. So sure. with the vision, here's what our business is and, and how we're going to do Can you give us like an example of what Absolutely. that verbiage would be? Okay. And so I'll, I'll share with you um, the vision that I have from my business. So when okay. I started the business, the first step that I took was to understand what it was that I was trying to develop. Mm-hmm. And that was necessary for me to do before I could engage anybody else in the business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I I put together a vision for my life because I okay. knew that the vision would affect everything else that I do. Okay. And so the the, the components of the vision were spiritual, relationship, okay. mm-hmm. family, which was okay. now relationship was my marital relationship, family being everything outside of that, my okay. finances, okay, my health, and then mm-hmm. the business, okay, and and all of the the vision is written in present tense, okay. This is before okay. I even had a business license, written okay. in present tense, okay. And so the the vision is that my the Beatty Group provides strategies to maximize leadership and organizational mm-hmm. potential. Okay. We do that through strategic planning and execution. Mhm. Uh we do it through executive development. Mhm. And mm-hmm. internal branding, which is okay. taking your people, processes and systems and aligning them in a way that they deliver what you promise to your customers. That's okay. it. Okay. Okay. Haven't even okay. talked about how we're going to do it. Okay. And so I looked at the services. So the services would be uh, management consulting, which also mm-hmm. included executive coaching mm-hmm. and speaking and publications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is all the vision. Okay. Now, okay. how that gets – and uh, where the where the business was uh, – where the business is established, the business is based in Tampa – Okay. And the organizational structure, all of the people I needed in place to be able to support the business, whether or not those individuals actually existed at the time the business was at the launched. Time. Right, because it's right. the vision. Right. This is right. the vision. And mm-hmm. so I started the business with an administrative manager, with an, a, a booking, a speaking agent, with a CPA with uh, legal counsel, with marketing mm-hmm. consultants, publishers. I, I started the business with a team. Mm-hmm. Now, this mm-hmm. is the vision. We didn't talk mm-hmm. about who was really in those roles. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I talked about the core value, the core impact. Okay. And so the, the the four impact areas that I looked at for my business was whatever we do for our clients, it must lead to their customer satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So they must have satisfied customers, employees who are committed to working with them and bringing them their best every day, mm-hmm. partners mm-hmm. who open the doors for opportunities for them, and communities who are glad to have that entity in their community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of that, That's in good. the middle of all of that, if you can view that as, a, imagine that as a quadrant, in the middle of that was profitability. Okay. And so okay. I said, from what I think we can deliver, here are the four pieces. If we focus on these four pieces, profitability will happen. Okay. 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 Vision. Yeah, for sure. Because you've got the Talk. clients happy, you've got good employees servicing yes. in the community. Yes, for sure. For sure, that equals profitability, yes. You have Mm -hmm. partners, people who want Mm -hmm. to be connected with your organization because Mm -hmm. they believe in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And they happen Mm -hmm. to, in in my case, open many doors for me and in the case of many of the clients that I serve. Mm -hmm. So I look at that, and I tell you what I did. I put a revenue target in my vision. My revenue target was to make sure that the business is profitable and netted a a minimum of a million dollars annually. Okay. okay. That was the vision. Okay. When I was writing it, here's here was here was the test for the vision. 
if this vision seems like something that I have no idea how I'm going to achieve or attain, mm-hmm. then that's a good vision. That's a good if vision. If I know how I'm going to do it, then right. that's a Laferne vision. <laughs> I call I my vision, it. I said, this is a good God vision because I, I'm going to need something other than myself to help me achieve it. Right. I need some help. And I love the the core values. I mean, like I said today, everybody's business is different. They're in different industries. We all mm-hmm. are. But the core value, our core values, we all exactly. would want our clients uh, to have more customers and our, our clients, employees to be happy and to serve as the customers and have partners that want to partner with us in the communities that we abide or reside in. We want them mm-hmm. to want us there and uh, to appreciate the value. That, that even if someone is providing a service, they may not have clients that have exactly. customers. But it still, exactly. it touches everyone. Exactly. Vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'll give you an example of, of the difference between vision and the strategy. So okay. part of the vision, I specifically articulated that we would create a group of developmental seminars that address okay. effective communications, professional branding, uh, business marketing, and performance improvement. Okay. Strategy. That That's vision. Strategy okay. is... Uh, beginning in t- from 2013 to 2015, we'll take a look at a, a, a two-year period. Okay. We will develop ten professional development seminars focusing okay. on effective communications, um, mm-hmm. professional marketing. Let's take professional communications, effective mm-hmm. communications. So we're going to develop this effective communications. Our strategy is going to be, okay, now if we're going to focus on effective communications, who are we going to target? Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. strategy mm-hmm. would target executives. Now, okay. come just a little deeper, executives who are at senior level C-suite positions, vice okay. president or director level. Okay, okay. Now, what do they need to be most effective at when it comes down to communications? Um, Having disciplinary messages, delivering difficult messages, having those challenging conversations, articulating action. Right. Uh Exactly. Mm -hmm. How do you develop a strategy and then articulate that in a way so that the frontline person in your organization understands how he or she fits in? Mm -hmm. Effective communications. Now, that's still strategy because we're building the framework for what we want to exist. When you move to tactical execution, tactical execution says, now, what's the name of that seminar? And when will it be delivered? Okay. And who's going to do the logistics? Who's going to be the trainer? How many people are we going to have there? That's tactical execution. Okay, 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 okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Major area, okay. strategy, framework, mm-hmm. tactical execution, the logistics and how we're going to make sure it gets done every day, and then how do we measure performance, how do we measure achievement. Mm-hmm. And how does one measure performance? I mean, often, okay, we, we say answers like, well, how much money I made <laughs> in the bank. Right. But is that the only way? Uh, certainly it is a very important way, but is that the only way to measure uh, the performance? Absolutely not. Okay. We look at performance not just in how much money we make, Mm-hmm. But how many inquiries did we get? How much interest has been generated? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. much visibility are we getting? Mm-hmm. What are the types of organizations that are mm-hmm. looking at our services that might not have been looking at our services two or three years ago? Mm-hmm. 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 How many invitations are we getting to participate with okay. high-level organizations or certain types of leaders? Okay. Okay. And and sometimes it's not about even something that's revenue generating. Okay. Okay. How many referrals are we getting? Okay. And of course you want to 
measure how many of those referrals are being converted to real business because that gives you an opportunity to determine where is my best time, where's my time best spent when I'm connecting with certain types of individuals. Who's making the referrals? Where are they coming from? Mhm. 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 Mm-hmm. Are you getting paid on time? Mhm. Mhm. Wow. Uh, are you getting repeat customers? Or you get yeah. a one-time hit and they go away. Okay. So we okay. do an operations review that looks at that every month. Mhm, mhm. And that's important too when you talk about those repeat customers, because uh, that is, that I mean that has been known. Um, your base is is so important, and if you're not getting the return and you're always having to get new, um, that 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 does say something about your business. And, mm-hmm. and it's a great measure way to measure uh, what's happening in your model there. That is so true. You know, we do, um, if I'm working with an organization on strategy, strategic planning, and it's something that I practice in the business, I, I, I'm not going to sell anyone anything that I'm not willing to do myself. Mm. So mm-hmm. when I look at strategy, because that's about integrity, and integrity is at the at the core of what we do. But if I mm-hmm. look at strategy, I look at five different areas. Okay. Before you even get to the point where, okay, how do I get this strategy in place? You've got the vision. You know what you want to do. And sometimes moving into strategy can sound daunting. So mm-hmm. here's a, a simple way to break it down. We look at strengths. And that's okay. inventorying what we have available to respond to opportunities. Okay. And if we have changes that are um, needing to take place, how do we leverage those opportunities to help us make those changes? So we do an okay. inventory of what we do well, our strengths, okay. our services, and the support that we have. Okay. We look at okay. challenges. And this dimension defines the content for your change roadmap, and it looks at any risk that you might have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you look at risks that exist, what you end up coming up with at the end of your whole examination is the list of capabilities that you need but don't have. Mm-hmm, Here's an mm-hmm. area we're trying to grow into, but what do we need to just be able to execute? Sometimes we make the mistake of going off into an area where we don't have capabilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm. that's yeah, we look at strength, distractions, or it looks good, or oh, yeah. what have you. Yes, mm-hmm, somebody mm-hmm. else is doing it, and they're making money. Right. right. So exactly. your strengths, your challenges. Then you look at your options. Okay. Options define your reasons for change, your priorities for change, your opportunities for change. Okay, okay. So businesses are going to change. We used to use typewriters back in the day. I was the (laughs) happiest sister on a typewriter. Typewriters are no longer as useful (laughs) as a (laughs) day-to-day item as they used to be. They're more collectible. Yes. (laughs) So if we take options and opportunities, social media could be one of those. How do I explore expanding my business from a social media perspective to take advantage of an opportunity to connect with clients I otherwise might not reach? That's mm-hmm. just an example. Opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, responses is the third, the fourth dimension. So okay. suppose you are in a business that is governed by some type of regulatory agency or mm, responses to an economic downturn, what do you do if the market takes a shift? Mm. If you were Mm. a realtor, what did you do when the market dipped? Mm. Mm. And so you look at all of the responses, the potential hazards or potential regulations Mm -hmm. that could affect what you do and you look at your plan B and your plan C. And I and I like to say, too, with those responses, because often when things are flowing for new business owners uh, or uh, I'd say those, you, we, it's easy to get in that, that mindset that it's going to always, 
you're going to always hit this, have this peak. But right. that's not so in business. So the response, how do we respond to this peak as well right. in planning yes. and preparing? Uh, I think that has certainly been one of my greatest lessons uh, in, I call in learning it million dollar. I call it the million-dollar proposal. Yeah. You're in business, yes. and someone, you say you're ready for the business, and someone yes. comes in and says, Deborah. I have this million-dollar revenue opportunity for you. What's mm-hmm. going to be your response? How do you handle it? Are you ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or will the mm-hmm. access to that opportunity be so overwhelming for you that mm-hmm. it harms your business going forward? How do you handle mm-hmm. the big opportunity? An example that I used in my business was um, when big opportunities started opening up and it was just me, I invited other consultants, but I've been interviewing and talking and exploring who can help me because these opportunities are going to come. Who mm-hmm. can help me respond to these opportunities when they come? So I have when they a, come, right? Exactly. Right. I had a team because that goes back to the field of new relationships. That is exactly. what we talked about in the process and and how you're meeting someone for. Not maybe not necessarily to make a sale. Often, as a matter of fact, no, not to make a sale that day. Right. But how can you all serve, like you said, each other in the future? And you've built those relationships. So now you now, like you said, that big opportunity is here, exactly. and now you call them. Yeah. And it's uh-huh. easier to pick up the phone when you've built those relationships than it is when the relationship right. lands and you need assistance immediately. The right. fifth and final part of the whole uh, strategy analysis, the whole strategic planning process, is then measuring effectiveness. Okay. And sometimes we just do and the money comes in and we do and the money keeps coming in. And we don't necessarily look at whether or not what we're doing is efficient, whether it's mm. reliable whether Mm -hmm. it's appropriate for where the market is moving, and whether Mm -hmm. it's integrated into everything else we do. How effective Mm -hmm. are your Mm -hmm. systems? They're good. Can they be better? Uh Uh So efficient, reliable, appropriate, uh, and what was the other other term? Integrated. Integrated. That's right. That's right. Uh Integrated. And so how do you minimize overlap, waste, uh, duplication, because you've yes. integrated something into the entire business versus just yes. using it in one area. Yes, 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 yes. I know a perfect example of that uh, yeah, with with those who have not, who who might refuse to embrace, certainly none of our listeners because they are mm-hmm. listening via the Internet, but there are some people who are still having a problem with, the whole concept of using email or yes. using a text, and you know, you 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 waste so much time now that you don't, and and you can be more effective if you do because you can reach more people at one time with just sending one email or one text uh, message as well. So I think that's Absolutely. a perfect example. Yes. And, you yes. know, when you're looking at a strategy, um, mm-hmm. what I work with clients on is prioritizing what's most important to the business. Mm-hmm. We could do a ton of things, but focus and clarity are key um, attributes to bring into your business. So mm-hmm. if, if, you, if it's hard for you to come up with a concept around a complete strategy for your business, I challenge you to think about it this way. Just select one issue, one area. Mm-hmm, start mm-hmm. start your checklist where you're looking at your strengths, your challenges, your op- options, your responses, and your effectiveness. Start that checklist. Mm-hmm. Work through the list. Assess the impact of each item that you work on and its mm-hmm. impact on other areas, and then measure it. Okay. Measure okay. it consistently. 
Now, now I tell you, it, this is just some great information that you're sharing today. If you just tuned in, you are here live with us right now on Wealthy Sisters Radio with none other than business strategy. I say the queen of business strategy, uh, Miss Laferne K. Beatty. We're so excited to have her. She's the CEO of the Beatty Group. And we're going to take a short break and come back, Laferne, and I want to talk more about time and and because I know as we talk about building the strategy, oftentimes it is it is hard for business owners to understand that we have to take the time to do mm-hmm. these things because we want to we we're in the, the execution mode mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. how is all of this going to make me some money you know those are the questions that you hear people say often so we want to talk about the necessary time and how people how we need to as business owners need to take the time and what you suggest uh, for okay. those to do that. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio today. We're talking about business strategy with none other than Laferne K. Beatty. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Does your home or office decor need a resurrection? Is there a special room of yours that says blah, blah, blah and is lacking inspiration? Then you need creative ways and solutions. We help you create feel-good spaces that are functional and beautiful at the same time. We are here to cater to you with an environmental and spiritually conscious flair. Both in person and virtual interior design services are available. Visit us online at creativeways.com, spell with a K, or call 888-280-8318 for a complimentary consultation. We create spaces that inspire you. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Yes, we're live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Welcome back. We're so excited. Today we're talking about getting your business strategy, getting that roadmap so that you can get from A to C. You can execute that vision. We're here with Laferne K. Beatty, CEO of the Beatty Group. She's also an author, speaker, and executive coach. And you can find and learn more about her at thebeattygroup.com. So, Ms. Laferne, we were talking about getting that strategy and how you, those five different areas of knowing the strengths and the challenges and the options, just so much response and effectiveness that you've talked about in making that checklist. When we look at all of this, the big thing I know that I get from a lot of people and one of the things I had to do for myself is how do we get and embrace the concept of time and actually taking the time to do these things to make this make sense in our business mm-hmm. uh, to have a success that we all desire? You know, I'll put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. Strategy is not sexy. Strategy mm. is smart. Mm-hmm. It's smart. Oh, I say that again. That is that is a tweet. We got to send that out. Strategy <laughs> is for not sexy. Yes. Sure. <laughs> strategy is not sexy. Strategy is smart. Yes. Yes. It yes. Is, I it love is it. something that you marry in your business. Uh-huh. You know, um, <laughs> I, I won't go into relationships, but I think about sometimes what looks good and what is temporary versus what is lasting and uh-huh. what is meaningful. Strategy uh-huh. is smart. You cannot afford not to invest this time in your business. Right. Eventually, uh, if you're not keeping your eye on what's changing or what's working, uh, it, it's it's fine as long as everything is going well. But just because it is going well doesn't mean it can't be better. Right. You have to. You have. It's an investment that you make in your business that gives you long term returns. That's what strategy mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And and I know for many people, business owners, it's uncomfortable because we just want to get out and do. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at businesses like 
Apple. And, you know, our, our companies are no different. They're just on a, a different scale, a different revenue scale. Right. And that's important it, that you bring that up, too, yeah. that that is no different, you know, and we're just no on different. a different scale. Right, exactly. Just a different revenue scale. And so right. you look at a company like Apple that is planning products for 10 years down the road. Yes. Wow. That they have a pipeline of products. Wow. I remember when I read Steve Jobs' um the book about Steve Jobs' life, and I was fascinated that I read it and then I listened to the audio. I went back to my business and I said, okay, you have seven focus areas, Laferne, but what do you do very well? I mean, where do you really shine? And we streamlined the business from seven focus areas to four. Mm. Deborah, it was the scariest thing for me to do. Well, suppose I had miss an opportunity, or suppose I don't get a client, or wow. suppose you know, suppose I don't make the money. You know what? Streamlining to those four areas was the best thing I could have ever done to my business, and the reason why is was is because we were connected regularly with what was working best. Not just mm-hmm. what was working, but what was working best. So when mm-hmm. Apple mm-hmm. says, we're going to focus on a handful of products, and that's mm-hmm. it. And that's we're it. not going to try to be everything. We're not going to try to be Microsoft and right. do you know the, the servers to the extreme that they do them. When they did that, that's when, if you ever look at, there's a depiction of Apple's logo going from one that's really complicated with Sir Isaac Newton sitting underneath the tree and it has this uh, slogan on it to one where they had the rainbow apple to the black apple and now they have a muted apple. Mm. That whole logo process mm. was not something j- that happened. The mm-hmm. transition of their logo reflected the transition of their business. It wow. went from very complex to very simplified. And so wow. did their logo. Wow. Same yeah, thing. You can see that. Yeah. If they Google strategy. it, they can see it. I just Googled it, and I can see yeah. the different you ones that you're talking about. Yes. There you yes. go. Yes. It's wow. A, and it's an external manifestation of what was going on in their business because they were following a process that was not mm-hmm. 100%, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. a process that kept them focused on what they did best, and that's mm-hmm. what strategy does. Mm-hmm. Smart, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. sexy. Smart, not sexy. I love it, you know. And and that I I I just really hope that the listeners, all of our listeners that are, are tuned in, I, I really hope that they get that 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 whole concept that you said that our business is the same. It's just on a different level, and we can begin to really see that, you know, because it's magnified to us when we are maybe just one person or two people or three people in your business and you have challenges and you face things and you have to make changes and you have to have shifts and the transitions, it can it can seem like it's the end of the world, that you're a failure. But when you look at it, when you go back and read books like what you talked about, because you talked about the professional development, Laferne, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the professional development. What are we reading? What you know, we should have a positive uh, programming, deliberate positive programming on our personal and professional development, which is why we do this show. That's the purpose of this show is to provide that uh, mm-hmm. that information. But you know, as you said, uh, looking back at these businesses and what these major corporations have gone through and logos. I mean, we think about Apple. That's not the only logo that we think that have changed. I've seen no. we can think of, of Toyota. You know, they even changed mm-hmm. the name. What was it? Was it uh, uh, Nissan? Nissan. Yeah, was dots, they were dots. Remember? And now they're <laughs> Nissan. So you know, right. it's it's a process. And we even had our our new numerologist, which some people may not embrace that whole thought, uh-huh. but uh, our numerologist, June Michael, was on, J.J. Michael, and she talked about names and the power of names and how all of the top corporations in the 500, they all names met these fortune numbers. So <laughs> we definitely mm. need to look and, 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 and recognize that it's okay. It is right. okay, the changes and the shifts. Shift that we're making. Um, Every strong, long-lasting brand 
has mm. gone through some type of transformation. Starbucks mm-hmm. went from being Starbucks coffee to, if you look at their logo now, it's just the the little woman on the front. And the reason is they want to be known for more than coffee. They want to be known for an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at Nike, remember back in the day, Nike used to have the swoosh plus the name. Yeah, Nike no yes. longer has the name because That's you right. recognize the swoosh. They you know have it. increased their visibility. And so you right. look at companies like that, that right. uh, Mercedes, their their slogan is the best or nothing, the best right. or nothing. They set right. an expectation for what you're going to get from them. And we right. can do the same thing in our businesses without having multi-billion dollar budgets to do it. Mhm mhm mhm. So what do you say to the person, to that business owner that's right there, they they see it, they've got the vision. We've talked about how to help implement that strategy and that plan and we understand the difference between uh the strategy and the vision. What's the first step for them in 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 wanting to get from where they feel is as you say, chaos in your book, mm-hmm. chaos mm-hmm. to clarity on what exactly, excuse the language, but what the hell am I doing? That's what they're, <laughs> you know, that's probably a bit yeah. plainer, you yeah. know, for. Because I know, know a lot of people feel that way because I felt that way in right. in business. Yes. Pick an area. Pick a focus. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could challenge all of us as business leaders to stop doing something is stop trying to be a master of everything mm-hmm. because a master of everything is impossible. Mm-hmm. No, pick your expertise. So say you say, Laferne, I have these four or five ideas that I want to execute in the business. Pick one. Mm. Pick one and start looking at, uh, say you have a, an idea around a new product. So, mm-hmm. okay, so who are you going to target with that product? What do they read? Where do they go? Uh, who who else serves that type of client? Are you going to mm-hmm. focus on businesses or are you going to focus on individual consumers? How much money do they make? How much education mm-hmm. do they have? What mm-hmm. do you have in place? What makes you the best person to deliver what it is they need. Mm-hmm, 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 so, mm-hmm. Take one area and exhaustively explore it. Don't be discouraged by what you come up with. The only way you're going to get to clarity is if you're willing to work through the chaos. So go through and be honest with yourself about one particular area. I want to be a speaker, okay? So what makes you effective? What's your message? Who needs to hear what you have? How is their life going to be different because you're speaking to them? Mm-hmm. What what are they going to do differently? Mm-hmm. Who's your market? Is it corporations mm-hmm. or is it individuals? What qualifies mm-hmm. you to go speak in front of corporations? What's going to attract them to you? Right. What are some of the risks? Mm-hmm. Who do you know that can help put you in front of those prospects? Mm-hmm. What do you know that can help put you in front of those prospects? Exhaustively explore the one area. Don't let it be overwhelming. Explore mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. deep. Go deep. Wow, that's it. <laughs> Go deep. <laughs> we got it. Sexy. What did you say? Strategy is not sexy. It's smart. And it's go smart. Deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. I can't believe the time has already gone by so fast. This has been a powerful show. If you have just tuned in, you're listening to Laferne K. Beatty with the Beatty Group. She is a business strategist. I mean, definitely we want you to go to thebeattygroup.com. Laferne, if you could go ahead and give them your contact information right away so that they can know how to reach you and and get further assistance from what you um, offer, workshops or seminars as well. Sure. You can reach me on uh, thebeattygroup.com, and Beatty is spelled B-A-T-I-E, or you can reach me via email, Lafern, that's L-A-F-E-R-N, at thebeattygroup.com. Or you can call us directly, toll-free, 888-835-1716. And I'm looking forward to serving you. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, sisters, for being who you are. And I want to remind everyone, you can definitely learn more about Laverne on Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn, and also she is featured in our Wealthy Sisters Volume 1, Powerful yeah. Personal Stories, Proving You Can Do It Too. So you want to check that book out. You can find it right there on Amazon as well on the website, Wealthy Sisters. Uh, it, it is available in ebook form. You can download it right now and have her chapter and all the other dynamic women in this book as well. So once again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We look forward to seeing you next week, and as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. Have a beautiful day.